Have you found yourself just surviving at work versus thriving through it? Well, I did too, and it caused me to end a 20-year career. When I look back at that experience, I was lacking the community I needed to make it through it. That's why I wanted to create this group where amazing women can come together to help each other. We are not complaining and we are not whining. We are solving each other's problems with the goal of thriving through the shit we find ourselves in. Hello, Thriving Through the Shit community. I hope you guys are all having an awesome day today. I'm coming to you from Louisville, Kentucky. I am in town here for about a month because I have a family member that's having a knee replacement and I'm going to take care of her during that time. So I was dropping her off this morning or, you know, obviously planning on staying. They told me I wasn't allowed to stay or come back, so I discovered a couple hours and got motivated to do a podcast. Honestly, I took last week off and I was planning on taking this week off due to some of the stuff, but I got inspired, so here I am. So I am sitting in my office looking out at the beautiful sun. I have three dogs in this house right now because I'm babysitting one since my mom's having her knee replacement. So who knows what you're going to hear today. I'm excited to you know experience it with you. I will tell you that I did record a podcast, this one already, and I'm redoing it because the background noise with my dogs was so bad. I feel like I couldn't publish it. It was terrible. So we'll just see how it goes. But listen, I'm excited about today's message. One, because it's not scripted. It's not really something that I had spent a lot of time thinking about until pretty recently, and those tend to make the best discussions. So Let me tell you what, you know, I don't know what I'm going to title it yet. I always say that in my podcast because I don't care about the title until the end because I think the content's, you know, the critical part. But it's this idea, you guys, of who you're surrounding yourself with and what that means in your life. And so it matters, right? And I'm going to start with what I'm not talking about. I am not talking about this idea of keeping up with the Joneses or making sure that, you know, I'm not talking about appearances or popularity or any of that kind of stuff. That, you know, that stuff can be focused on in a much different realm, and that is not the world that I want to live in. But what I am talking about is when you make goals in your life or you're having challenges in your life or you're going through a journey, whether it's positive or negative, Who you surround yourself with is meaningful. And I will be very, very candid. I don't think I thought about this enough until recently. So I'll give you examples. And again, I'm going to kind of a little bit focus on what I'm not talking about. What I'm not talking about is also your best friends. That's not what I mean here. You know, I have very lucky, I have such a great friend group. And I have a couple varieties of groups. I would say some are, you know, my close, really close friends are from college. And then I've got really close friends that I've met over the years in my adult life. And while at this point, we may not have a lot in common anymore. We, sh- we have a shared history, a shared past, and a shared passion for helping each other have the best lives we can, supporting each other, and just loving each other through it all, right? And so those people are my tribe, they're my foundation, they're with me through thick and thin, and they're with me through whatever life changes I have. And again, I'm so thankful for that, but I'm actually not talking about them either. Now what I'm talking about is, okay, I have a goal, and are am I surrounding myself with a network or a group of women or men and men, I should say, that are 
helping me achieve that goal or helping me on my journey. And I'm going to spend a little time talking about this. So let me just, you know, you know, I like to tell stories because I don't know, you know, that's the way I like to get things across. So let me just kind of tell you this. Until a year ago, my journey was very similar. Now, yes, I was growing a career. And so jobs, you know, if you look at my resume, there's a number of different jobs over there, you know, on the years or a number of different jobs over the years. So it certainly wasn't like I was stagnant. That's not what I'm saying. I was growing a career. I was climbing the corporate ladder, all that kind of stuff. But until a year ago, I hadn't made like huge fundamental change, right? I had worked at the same company for a lot of that time. My biggest changes, you guys, were function to function, which are big changes, by the way. You know that you are learning a tremendous amount of skills, new teams, all those kind of things. So I'm not demeaning that. But my fundamental life change happened when I quit that and then started to want to grow my own business. So after taking a couple months off and you know taking some time and reflecting and and just getting bored in a good way, it was so great. You know, I now have a passion and a desire in my belly to grow my business. And so I'm, you know, working through growing my coaching business and I'm doing it in a way that some people can relate to and some can't. And so I'll share that with you. As you guys know, I'm doing certification. So I, there's classes and there's people that are with these cla- you know, certification classes with me from all over the globe. And so you network and it's really nice. You know, it's, I will agree it's, or I will say that it's very, very nice because there's a lot of people you can choose from. And so I was lucky enough, for example, to find a woman who lives in the same area that I do. And really we're like, when I say same area, I could probably walk to her house. I've not been to her house, but I know, you know, the, the kind of destination and we're pretty close. And so we met for coffee one day, which was great. And as I was talking with her, I loved that we connected in the way that we did because she's like me. She's looking to really grow her business and she's looking into making it something that can sustain her. And and one of the things I learned about myself, you guys, I can't remember if I said this on a podcast yet or not, but financial independence is critically important to me. I always knew it was. I was actually raised that way, but I always knew that that motivated me. But I will tell you the last year, as great as it has been, that has been an area where I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of a kept woman right now. I can't support myself with what I'm doing. I don't love that feeling at all. And so while you know, there's not so much, I'm very lucky that we made some life decisions that have allowed me not to necessarily have to have the money right now. It's still, I'm still motivated by financial independence. And so knowing that I'm not looking to make my coaching business a side hustle. And there's tons of people out there that do that. There's tons of amazing leaders that are going through this coaching certification that have no idea if they want to be a coach or not. And they definitely know they're not looking to start a business. It's like, hey, a little extra income if it happens, or hey, I'm doing this because, you know, I think it might make me better at my job and to see if I really like it. Uh, You know, one woman that I talked to, she said, hey, I'm doing this. And, you know, if I get a couple clients Every few months, that'd be great. You know, I've got another job, all those kind of things. Those people are amazing. I love that they're investing in their brain. I love they're investing in their skills, but that's not what I am right now. I am someone that is doing it because I want to launch my business. And so as I have networked and met people that are like-minded like me, that is the tribe I'm creating right now. And the ones that are doing it more for fun and and into self-discovery and side hustle 
they're awesome, but they're not the people that I'm spending my time with right now because we're in very different mindsets and very different places. And so as I meet those people, if I realize that's where they are, I'm like, hey, this is really cool that we got to spend a little time together. But, you know, for, in my own mind, I'm like, we're not going to, you know, I'm not going to continue networking here. Why? You know, I've got my friends, I've got my personal life. This is more of a business agreement, if you will, helping me achieve a goal. And hopefully I can help you do the same. So let's talk about a few things that I hear all the time, because I think this idea on this topic, I think we'd all agree like, yeah, of course we need to surround ourselves with people that are, when I say like-minded, I'm not saying lack of diversity, make it very clear. (laughs) That is not what I'm saying. But when I say like-minded, it's you know, they're people that are they are helping you move in the direction that you need to move. Sometimes they may be very not like-minded to you, but they may still help. They need to still help you achieve your goal. And that's a huge benefit. OK, so let's talk about a few things that I hear. It is extremely, extremely common for me to hear. I don't want to play the game. I'm not going to be a kiss ass. I hate that shit. You know, all this kind of stuff. You know, my coaching, especially in my coaching, I hear that. But mentorship, you know, the whole thing. And I'm sure we've all said that. I mean, I've said that a hundred times. I don't want to have to be part of the club, you know, whatever it is. And that is not what I'm talking about here. I am not talking about locking arms with the biggest boss in the room so they know that you're the smartest person in the room in an unauthentic way. That is not at all what I'm saying. As a matter of fact, I'm saying so the opposite of that because every one of us has a picture of someone's face in our minds right now that does that and it makes my stomach turn. And the reason it makes my stomach turn is because it's not authentic and I end up not trusting that person because I don't think they're making decisions for the right reasons. And that for me is a big issue, but it is for everybody. So I'm not saying that you have to be that person. I'm actually saying do quite the opposite. What I'm saying you should do is say, okay, I'm achieving a goal. You know, I have this goal that I'm trying to achieve. Do I have the right network to help push me forward and propel me forward to do that or challenge me in the way that I need to be challenged? And if the answer is no, it's a problem. So let me tell you a couple places where I have absolutely seen this work. I have seen this work in a huge way for new moms. And I actually mean around the fitness world that, you know, I, on social media, you know, I happen to have a lot of women that were in kind of this new mom realm over the last 10 years or so. And it's one point, you know, they, they got to the point where they were like, okay, I can survive again. (laughs) You know, maybe I'm sleeping on more or I'm getting more than two hours of sleep a night and I want to invest back in my health and I want to invest back in me. And what they did is there's all these communities that are focused on helping moms do that. And it's awesome, you guys. You know, you can only be in it if you're a new mom, which whatever that's defined as. And that is fantastic because you're in the same boat together. You have the same goal together. You have the same challenges. You probably have some of the same guilt, you know, whatever it is. And you're in that together. On a much sadder note, I have a great friend that lost a son at a very young age. It was it was truly probably the saddest thing or at least the top two sad things I've ever been a part of. And it wasn't my child. And obviously she had to surround herself with a community that could only relate to her. She had to have that. She, and thank God, right? For me, when my husband would deploy, 
I needed to have a community that was in that same boat and had gone through it. They didn't have to be in it at the exact same time, but they had to have experienced it because it just meant more that they could relate. So that's what I'm talking about here. And it's not a game. And the way that, you know, I talked to my coaching clients about it. I'm like, listen, if you were leading a team and you had a team of individuals and you were given a goal that said, hey, you have to achieve this new goal and you didn't have the right resources to make that happen, what would you do? And I'll ask you the same thing. If you have a new goal and you're a business leader and you have to make the new goal happen and you don't have the right resources, what are you going to do? And the answer is you're going to hire new people. Or you're going to reorg your team in a way that makes it where the resources are there. So my challenge is, why is this any different? Why is creating and reorging, if you will, your mentors and networks in a way to help you achieve your goal? How is that any different than if you're in a business setting leading the team? It is truly not. It feels different because you're not hiring someone. There isn't these completely drawn out hierarchies and all that. But it's really not at all. It's not different even a little bit. And so I challenge you to think of that when you're saying, "Am I, I don't want to play the game. I don't want to be a kiss ass and all that kind of stuff. Don't do those things. You're not going to be those things. Think of it as creating your new team or your new, however you want to describe it, in a way that is going to support you to make that new goal. Okay. So I have a funny story for you. So a couple nights ago, I'm having some drinks with some friends on the back patio. I'm in town again. It was so fun to see everybody. And one of the daughters of the woman was grounded. And the reason she was grounded was because there was some, you know, test taking that was done that that the grades weren't great. So we were talking about how it's really not about what the grades were. It's about the effort, you know, and the effort you put in. And that was the concern for her. And so that got us propelled into a conversation around who your kids surround yourselves with. And, you know, we're not talking about drinking and drugs and partying and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that would be like this, the side portion of this. But we were actually talking about how, you know, are they motivated? Are your kids' friends group, if you will, motivated by success with grades, motivated by success with school, motivated by success on leading clubs, motivated by working, you know, whatever it was, right? And so it just got us in this whole bigger topic, which is really where this podcast generated from. Because as I started thinking about that, you know, I was taking it to the next level on the business side of it. And I thought, damn, I was not as intentional about that as I should have been. As I think about, for example, when I move from non-executive to executive, that's a big jump. And I don't just mean it in terms of title and money and all that. I mean it in terms of expectations and skills and all those kind of things. And so, you know, hindsight 2020, which, you're, you know, you always get with age and, age and wisdom, right? Wouldn't it have been cool if I would have sat down and said, okay, I'm doing this. Who recently did this? And who could I really create a relationship with that I don't have today that really has just gone through this and is is slightly ahead of me on this so I can learn from them? And then vice versa, as I watched people come up, wouldn't it have been cool if instead of just like sending an email that said, hey, if you need anything, let me know that we were much more intentional and they did the same thing and put me on their team, right? And I just, you know, in ways I did that, but I, but I can tell you it wasn't intentional. And so, you know, all of us create and do goals differently. Some of us write them down every morning. Some of us do them every quarter and check in, you know, whatever it was. But I can speak for myself. 
My goal was never, I never wrote a goal that said, create a network that allows me to achieve this goal in a better way and really sat down and thought about that. Now, what I did do was, hey, can we meet for lunch? Hey, can I talk to you about this problem? Hey, you know, those kind of things. But I didn't think of it like in a bigger way like this. You know, what's my team or board of directors or whatever you want to call it that helps me get there? And I want to challenge you to do that. And, you know, I think about that, you know, I'm even watching, you know, my daughter right now has just started a, the police academy. And as I'm listening to her talk, obviously they're all strangers to one another. And it's interesting to hear them talk about how those roles are being defined. She's a really strong runner. She's fast. And so she was talking about how some people are asking her to kind of coach them through running. On the other side of it, she feels like she needs some help with like strength training. So we were talking about, you know, seeking out someone that seems to do that really well. How do you do that? And so again, this is like one of those things where it's like she's creating her team to help where she needs help to help her, but also they are creating, you know, other people are creating a team and they're recruiting her to it to help them with what they need to do. She does not feel like anyone's kissing her ass in any way, shape or form. You know that if you think of it in those terms, there's no game being played here. It's truly with the, you know, a goal in mind. And so I just want you to think about that too, because in corporate world, there's clubs, there's kiss asses, there's all that yucky politics. You know, I hear people, a lot of my coaching clients will say that. I don't want to get in the politics of it all. And all that crap is there, but that's not what this is. This is with a very specific need in mind. And it may not be somebody that is an executive. It could be, but it may not be. Okay. The other thing that I wanted to put out there is we as women stereotypically are more relationship-based. And so knowing that, it feels kind of icky sometimes to think of, hey, I need to do this, but I know it's going to end. Or, you know, I don't want people to think I'm using them or, you know, whatever, right? I've had many conversations and that's kind of the, the idea behind it. The reality is, as long as you're honest about what you're doing and, you know, there's no misconceptions about it, no one's going to feel that way. So let me, again, I'll go back to the woman that I told you I met at coffee on this coaching stuff. When her and I connected, it was very clear what we were trying to do, right? It was like, hey, I'd love to meet you to talk about your coaching, how you're growing your business, what you're doing. I really like the website you've done. I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Can we meet together for an hour for coffee? So when I met her, our niceties, and I say that like learning about our kids and husbands and wives and all that kind of stuff, they were really kept to a minimum. We probably spent like a minute talking about those things and we jumped into what our meeting was about. And, you know, I think it would be very weird, for example, if her and I would have sat there and it would have all been personal. And then I would say she was a business mentor. Like what that's, she would, it would have been a waste of her time, you know, cause I was the one that called the meeting. It would have been offending to her, right? Cause she's busy. She has things to do. She's a woman growing a business. She has a family. And so we weren't looking for a personal call together. So I just want to give you permission. I mean, not that you need, you get what I'm saying. You don't need permission, my permission, but I just want to give you like mindset permission that it's okay just to have a genuine business meeting. That's a networking meeting. And it's okay if the person doesn't work with you. That's sometimes it's even better, right? And so just know that and know that, for example, with this one I told you about, as my business takes off, because I, you know, I'm putting it out in the world, it's, it's, it is, and it's going to, and it's going to continue to grow. 
Her and I might meet less or we might meet more. Like, who knows? But if it stops working for either one of us, nobody's going to get their feelings hurt at all. You know, that's not how we've set this. So just know that you're not using anybody. You're not, it's not icky. You know, you're just trying to achieve a goal. And I just think that's super, super important. The other thing that I will tell you is there are mentors in your life that make sense at a time that as things change, your mentors that maybe even turns friends, the business side of it goes away. And this is coming home very clear to me because I had a 25-year career or whatever it was, 23. And so my business mentors, the ones that you know lasted, we a lot of us became best friends. I mean, one of them, I was even in her wedding, right? And so we were super tight. But what made us who we are has changed fundamentally because we don't talk about business anymore because there's just not a, we don't have that in common anymore. And so our relationship has changed and it's changed in a new way. And so sometimes that feels sad. Sometimes it feels strained when that happens to us. And, you know, I don't just mean this situation. I mean, to all of us. But it's okay. And it's, you know, it's kind of the evolution. And so, you know, you got to get some thick skin and say, hey, this isn't personal. If this happens to you, it you have to realize it's not personal. It's just people's lives and needs changed. And, you know, we all kind of move on in, in different ways. So that part, I will tell you, for me is the hardest because I am a very, very emotive person and my relationships are, you know, extremely important to me. And so, you know, kind of moving away or on from someone that I've loved for so long, whatever that is, you know, I really feel that. And so that part, I will tell you, has been the hardest for me as I've made this life change. But it's not personal. Nobody's, you know, saying, oh my gosh, you know, I don't like Julie or I'm I'm certainly not saying that about them. It's more of a, hey, life changed and needs changed. And if we need each other, we'll do it again. But if we don't, that's okay too. And I very much sense this in the army wife world. You know, when our husbands or wives or kids or whoever it is, when they deploy, um, you need each other very much right then. And you may never talk again. But to be honest, I know if I called any one of those people, they would be here in a second if I needed them. So just just remember that. Like, it's not personal. You're not being a jerk. You're, people. It's not that people don't like you and vice versa. It's just that things have changed. So that is my challenge to you. I have a couple challenges to you, okay? Because I'm going to wrap this one up. My first challenge to you is if you've never thought about this, I want you to start thinking about it because to put together a plan to achieve a goal that you have and not think about who you're surrounding yourself with intentionally to help achieve that goal is a problem. It does not mean that you have to move away from your friends. That's not what I'm saying. This is an and. You have your best friends. You have your foundation. Maybe every now and then those things intersect, but a lot of times they don't. So you have that portion of it, but then and in addition to that, you have this kind of network that you're creating to help you achieve that goal. If you're not doing that today, pick a goal and think about how you do that. And hopefully you're lucky and you've already done it and you just didn't realize it, but we need to be intentional about it, okay? The second goal is if you hear yourself saying things like, I'm not going, I'm not building this connection because I don't want to be a kiss ass. I don't want to be political. I don't want to be part of the club. You know, all those things. 
I am not downplaying that. All that stuff is real and all that stuff literally makes me nauseous. Now it is very corporate-y, so I know you're in it sometimes and sometimes more than you want to be. But that's not what we're talking about here. We are talking about you building a team and resources to achieve a goal. So if you're doing it in a way that's like, hey, I ha- I do have to go kiss this person's ass, I would tell you you're not achieving your goal. What you need to do is say, I want to go get this particular job or I want to go get this particular healthy lifestyle or you know whatever it is and say, who do I know who's doing it, has done it, can help me do it, whatever it is. And you build that team around you. And depending on their level, they could be below you, they could be peers with you, they could be bosses, you know, who knows, right? And so just don't worry about all that other stuff because you know you're doing it from a genuine place and that's all that matters. We know the people that don't do it genuinely because right now, just picture, picture two people's in your head. One person that is playing the game, political, kiss and ass, the other person that's not, they clearly have different behaviors and you're going to demonstrate the behavior that isn't. So don't worry about all that stuff. So my challenge to you is if you have that mindset, sit down and ask yourself, How do I do this in a way that is genuine to me and it's authentic and that I can put my head on a pillow at night? And the answer to that is you put the goal first, the goal first, not the person, not the title, not the any of that crap. Okay. And if you do that, I think you don't have to worry about all that other stuff. And candidly, you guys, if that even bothers you, you're not going to do it because it bothers you already and you already see it. So I'm just not worried about that at all. So those are my two challenges to you. Think very intentionally about who you're uh, surrounding yourself with to achieve whatever goals you have and put a plan together in place if you feel like you have gaps there. And then the other one is separate this idea of politics, playing the game, kiss assness to, you know, building your team in a way that will allow you to achieve your goal. If you can do those two things, I think you're going to be very successful and in a much better space. I would also encourage you guys, if you have kids, I know you think about this stuff, but I will also tell you that we probably didn't have these conversations with our kids in the way that we should have. Now, we did it around peer pressure, drugs, sex, alcohol, all that kind of stuff. Clearly, right? We all do that. But I don't think we did it as much around you know, mindset and people's ambition and, you know, all those kind of things. I I really don't think we did that well. And so you may want to think about that too, as you mentor people or as you're raising kids or you're mentoring people you work with or, you know, whatever it is, right? Think about like, are you, are you talking about just the scary, scary stuff like drunk driving or are you actually talking about values and, and how they move themselves forward and teaching them this habit? Because I think we could do so much better there. Okay. So I'm going to end there. I hope you guys have an awesome day. If you want to talk about this more, please email me directly as always at thriving through the shit at gmail.com. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. If you're interested in any coaching, please visit my website at a woman with heart consulting.com and you can connect with me there. Okay. Have a great week and I will talk to you later. Thank you for listening to the Thriving Through the Shit podcast. If you like what you heard today, please rate and review this podcast. Also, if you're interested in learning more about Julie's consulting or coaching business, please visit this website, awomanwithheartconsulting.com, and you'll see how you can get in touch with her there. 
I so appreciate you being part of this community. I believe we solve our challenges so much better when we work together. Have a great week.